Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Brothers of the World podcast. Last week was our first episode, and we had a really great turnout. Thanks for everybody who listened and is tuning in today. Uh, if you enjoyed, we need to get the word out. So if you can rate us five stars, like it, retweet, uh, whatever you can do, that would be greatly appreciated. We've got the same guys back today, me, Mikey, the host. We have Chino in Trinidad, um, the leader of the Hi, welcome, everybody. Leader of the yeah, yeah. We have Risto, who was out at the Macedonian qualifier today against Poland. How was that? Fuck football. <laughs> well, yeah, you lost, had um, Piontek after, after I fucking talked so much shit yesterday, he scored, and they won, and the game was so good. <clears throat> and not only that, but they didn't deserve to win. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the way football goes sometimes. It's no better with entry. Especially in, in Macedonia. Oof. Right? What? He said especially Nothing. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, so since last week, we've had a few things happen. Um, we had Hristo on talking about his boy Elmas, and his rumors have cooled down. Um, the French guy, Aguame, he's getting close. And we had inter-management with Conte. Uh, yeah, Conte in Madrid for the CL final and everything that went along with that. Um, you guys have anything about the final that you'd like to talk about or seeing those guys together? Um, Christo, I'll let it go to you first. So as I said last week, I don't think uh, Elmas is coming just because I have that feeling, not not because I know something. And even though like a, a friend of mine knows his father and his father said that they had a meeting with Pandev and few of the executive people from Inter. But I don't know, like, I don't believe that that's happening because he's like a bright talent and I don't, I don't see Inter assigning someone that young and especially like a national team regular and he's like rated by them highly. That's for like 15 mil as far as I know. So I don't see how we can sign him and give him an all promise him minutes in the first team if we have like signings like Vecino or Barella and Vecino and Gallardina as we said or as we saw today that they're staying. But yeah, I, I hope that he comes. As far as I know, he's coming. But my personal opinion is that he's not coming. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I see that. Um uh, I also don't want another guy just wasting away on our bench. And if that was what he was coming for, I'd rather him stay in Turkey or go somewhere else for the betterment of his career. I mean, and like, it's not a bad... Oh, go ahead. It's not a bad thing to sign him and either, like, leave him in the first team so he can learn from the guys, from Brozovic, especially because they're, like, similar types of players. And I would say Elmas is better when it comes to scoring and assisting, but he's not as good as Brozovic is when it comes to passing and opening up the game. But like they are quite similar players in those terms, but Elmas is more of an attacking player. Um, I would love to see him on Inter, uh, rather. And if not in the first team, then you can like just loan him out. 
Yeah, yeah, I got you right there. Um, we also had the Inter movie of the season, whatever that was. That came out this week, and I was watching that today to get ready for this, and watching Accardi in the first half of the Champions League was that was, that was a little sad. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, Chino, do you have anything you'd like to say about anything the past week before we hop into the beef of everything? Okay, about the movie, I started watching just like everyone else, but well, I started watching it and saw Ikari score a couple of goals in Champions League, switched that off. I couldn't bear it after. <laughs> I couldn't see watch anymore. It was too much. It was too much. It was too much. Yeah. I, I didn't want, I did not want to relive that season, honestly. It was too rough. Yeah. It hurt. Um, it hurt. About Elmas, I just hope, you know, beefing Turkish Twitter is worthwhile. I don't want to, you know, beef them and then not sign them after all, all it's over. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't know anything about him, so I'll take an issues with that he's quality and he might be a good signing for us, but I don't know anything else. I just call for the beef on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we'd be taking an L from <laughs> Fenerbahce Twitter if that were to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but let's get into it. Um, we're going to start off with um, our inter guys on international duty this week and next week with um, the U20 World Cup going on. We've got some Euro 2020 qualifiers, and we have the Copa America starting um, here in the next few days. So today we had Pinamonte in the U20 World Cup, and he banged in two goals today against Mali. Um, it was a really impressive showing from what I've heard. I didn't catch the match. I'm ashamed of myself. But, yeah, um, I saw the goals. They were nice goals. And some reactionary inter-Twitter has been on it. And I think it's good to stay. Uh-huh. But um, we'll see. He could be on loan again. He could be in another deal. But it's good to see him develop. Um, Chino, what do you think about um, Pinamonte today, if you saw or heard anything? Okay, well, I saw the goals, and I think these were it's four goals he has in the tournament so far. Yeah. And he has been looking impressive. I'm happy for him. We need this. We need a young player coming out of the academy and staying and playing for Inter and representing. I think he should go out on loan another year, definitely, get the experience. Because from what I've seen of him, too, I'm not sure if he fits into Conte's style of uh, target man, per se. I think he's more... Like Ikari, a bit of a poacher. So, I'm not sure where he fits in country style, but I think he needs the experience with another loan out there. And I hope he keep hold on to him and not trade him off like Zaniolo. I mean, although I don't think, I think Panamonte looking much better than Zaniolo. I, feel, I think he's a little bit overrated, but I don't know. Give him a year again, let him get some experience, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, after. it's positive to see. Um, Hirsto, do you have anything on Panamonte? Yeah, like, I've never said that he's a fraud. Pfft, never. <laughs> I don't know. Like, on the record. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I have mixed feelings about him because he doesn't seem like a type of a guy or a player that has a, like, I don't know how to explain. Like, he's a weird player in a sense because he's similar to Cardi, but he's also similar to someone like Jacob because he's good when it comes to the hold-up game. He opens up the space just like Ikari. So I would say he's a mix of both of them. As far as the goals, I've seen them. They're awesome goals, especially for someone that's as young as he is and as little experience in the first team as he had this season. 
but also um, I would like to see either at Inter to learn from someone that is going to play the first team or even better uh, to play the first team whether he's going out alone or we can sell him as we did and have uh, the, buy at, the buyback clause but I don't think that's too viable I would rather prefer him to go out on loan for the season and I think he's going to be ready to be a backup the next season the season after that yeah I I agree. I think that we need to keep control of him, whether he is at Inter, maybe in that rotation, since we'll be fighting on three fronts and we'll be playing most likely two strikers. So uh, the more depth we have, the better that we don't have like someone else even younger backing up. Like when we had nobody during the season and we played Keita at center forward and it just didn't go well, like the more depth, the better. But we need it to be a effective depth. And not only that, but he's like Definitely. a kid from the club. So that's a bonus. That's a bonus. Yeah. Because in a way, we haven't had a talent since Balotelli, right? Like the 10 yeah. years. Yeah. That's a lot. That's terrible because in 2012 or 13, didn't Stan win the, the Champions League, the first Champions League with the Primavera? Yeah, the Youth League. Yeah, nobody came out of them. Like, none of them actually got a chance to play for Inter. Plus Valenzas. <laughs> True. But I think uh, that Bessa was called up for a few games back then. And he got injured twice, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And he didn't get the chance. And ever since, we haven't had a player as exciting as Pinamontes. Especially a guy that went through the academies that's an Inter fan. And that allows the club as much as every single fan yeah. or as much as we do. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Chino, do you have anything on that? No, uh, everything I said, I'm going to want to about as well. Excited for him. Let's hope he progresses and we can get something out yeah. of him. Goals, especially, not, not plus the less. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be nice to see somebody. And that's brownie points with CL too because we need that... Um, those homegrown spots so that's something to yeah. think about and then we have in euro 2020 qualifiers coming up this weekend we have brozovic and perisic will be in the squad for croatia against wales um big game. yeah yeah big game for them Croatia um, gonna take this oh you think so easy easy um, I don't know how much Perisic or how much he'll be around coming up soon. Hopefully, I'd like him to stay as a wing back. Um, Brozovic, of course, nobody has any hate for him anymore. He's washed that all clean. Um, True. Got on those guys? <laughs> no, Perisic should be fine. He turns, he turns into the Croatia Ronaldo playing for Croatia. Yeah. So you expect him to turn up tomorrow. Brozovic. Fantastic player since he didn't make that move to Sevilla how much last year or whatever it was. So expecting good things from them. Yeah. Um yeah, um I see those two guys having big performances for Croatia as they always do. They're big national team guys. Yeah. Um yeah. Christo, anything on them? I mean, we always we knew or we know that um Perisic is going to turn into prime Cristiano Ronaldo tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Brozic is going to, if he plays, 
I, I hope he plays because Rakitic and Modric are also over there. So if he plays, I'm, I'm expecting him to be the regular Brozovic that he is, uh, as it is the case when he plays for us. So, yeah, I think they, that Croatia is going to take this game and I hope that one of them scores. Yeah, we need some need some good reflections on the club and maybe good summers for them to come back and have some confidence and maybe I mean, not be as cast as they were last summer. We're going to talk about so. Bosnia and Herzegovina in, in a month's time when Djeko is here, so... <laughs> and uh, nobody was called up for um, Mancini's Italy, which I mean isn't too shocking. I mean, I think I think Politano was a disappointment. Yeah, Politano went up. He went. He was training with him, but I think he left with an injury or something. I think he left the squad. Okay. He cut the injury. Okay, okay, I didn't know. What? He cut his injury, that type of injury. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, especially because he's kind of, I don't know, he's been disappointed so far. Yeah. Um. I. I don't even know. Um. I haven't heard anything about redeeming him. So. Um. Personally, yeah, for that's me, been kind of bad. Then. For me, fingers crossed that we don't. I'm not a big. Politano guy, he sold me in the first half, but kind of lost me in the second. And I'm not sure of how every game, right? I'm not sure how he would fit in that formation. Yeah. Why? Like, like at 20, 25 mil, you cannot find anyone that's better than him that's going to sit on the bench. Better than him? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I, on top of your mind. Who's that? Who's the player that's going to replace him? as someone that's going to come in from the bench from top of your mind. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, fair. Come in. Point. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. I can't think about anyone off. I'm, Ilicic, I'm still a big fan of Ilicic. Oh, fuck him. He's like 31. <laughs> we don't yeah. need someone like him. We need... So he can sit on the bench and come off the bench, play, on, play wide, play a second striker, whatever. Yeah. I mean... We we don't use a single striker. If we did, then Keita is the perfect player for that. So I don't see any problem with that. But depends. Everything depends on what Conta wants, and we don't know what he wants. It's, we only know that Jeku is coming, and we already knew that he loves those, those type of players, just like Jeko, just like Graziano Pele, like those type of tall guys. It's gonna protect the ball and it's gonna distribute the ball to the nearest player. So yeah. Uh, LA, that's a rough shout. That's that's a real rough shout these days. But um, Chino, you got anything, uh, anything else on Italy before we move on outside of that depressing national? Italy. No, not at all. No. <laughs> no? Um, Moving on. The Vrij, the Vrij is playing this weekend, or is he playing? Yeah, the Nations League final. Yeah, yeah. The Dutch did make it through, didn't they? Yeah, they are, and they are playing this weekend. So, uh, well, he got benched it's... in the first game, and that was a big disappointment for me. But I mean, he's got he's got um Delict in front of him, and he's got um the, the, he's got the, the Ballon, future Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I heard shouts for that, and oh, I, I kind of I shuddered a little bit, but um, we'll see. Yeah, it could happen. It can happen. Yeah, stranger things have happened. But I'd like to see him get a few minutes. I'd like to see him have a good showing. But he's got two 
two real popular guys in front of him. So, I mean, we can't blame him if he doesn't get on. Yeah. I hope they win. Yeah. I hope they beat uh, the the Portugal team, especially Portugal without Quaresma. So, I don't <laughs> <No>. care. <laughs> Ronaldo, yeah, propaganda like Ronaldo. Go off Ronaldo. this weekend. Um, I'd like to see him embarrassed by some more Dutch kids. So, uh, we'll I mean, hope for that to come. That's going to happen for yeah, sure. That'd be nice. The Netherlands going to take this easy. Easy. You got a score prediction? The right header in the 90th no. minute. One nil. <laughs> One nil. <to> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, I think Portugal is going to win, to be honest. Yeah, I can't stop Ronaldo. Yeah, I think Ronaldo is gonna want some kind of he's gonna want some kind of redemption after the Champions League. So I can see that coming. Yeah, another a Ronaldo brace to Portugal. I would be kind of hurt, but it it would be good. It would be good for the game, I guess. Yeah, um, that Ronaldo brace. We have Skriniar coming out and for the. Slovakian team, of course, he'll be playing. Um, I think they have Azerbaijan or somebody this weekend. Uh, they should handle that pretty well. Uh, he didn't play in their 5 1 friendly victory today against Jordan, I believe it was. Yeah, they're just saving their weapon for tomorrow or Sunday, maybe. I'm not sure. As- I don't even think he'll play against Azerbaijan either. <laughs> well, I mean, if let's really be honest. Wanna, if they really want to hammer those guys. They got to get, they got to get him out there and really destroy everybody. <laughs> yeah, they're playing on Tuesday. I'm just, I just checked. Yeah, Tuesday. Okay, well, I got my dates off. Uh, apologies. Um, we have Copa America coming up this upcoming week too. That's a pretty big competition for our South American guys. We have, for now, we still have Miranda. He'll be in the Brazil squad. Lautaro's in the Argentina squad. And Vecino's in the Uruguay squad with Godin, who is an imminent transfer, as we know. Um, and they're, they're playing as we speak. Yeah, their friendlies are going on. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, any updates on that? Uruguay. Are you guys following those? Uruguay still up 1-0. Vecino playing, Godin is playing. Okay. Neither of them scored. Uh, yeah, I saw um, Vecino had a yellow card. It's pretty typical. <laughs> yeah, in the seventh minute. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's even worse. Vecino FC. Uh, El Mate FC. <laughs> oh, man. They, 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 should, they should be pumped right now after the good news. By the way, they just scored. They just scored, but Vecino got out in the 46 minutes, so nobody cares about that game anymore. Oh, Vecino's out. Okay. okay. Maybe Corina had right, him. Right. Are you guys going to be following that competition any for our guys or for your own pleasure? For sure. Yeah, Copa America is fun. It's not big, big quality. At least any set for me, quarterfinals up, it should get really interesting. Obviously, yeah. disappointed he can't. He didn't get called up, but I'll watch out for Lotaro. <laughs> and Vecino. Cardi blew his chance. Let's be real. Yeah, but you know, still Yo, to be disappointed. But the ball is gonna play, so we have something. Dybala. Yeah, I mean, our future player. So <laughs> that's not happening. That's not. Il nuovo Messi. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, the competition is, is, is fun. I've seen even previous versions of it. Uh, I saw that Qatar is going to be part of the Copa America this year because of the preparations for the World Cup. So that's yeah. a new addition. But all in all, I think it's going to be really interesting competition because Argentina has a great attack, as always. Brazil without Neymar and with Miranda. And, uh, yeah, Uruguay with uh, Godin and Vecino. I hope they all do good, but I think that it's finally time for Uruguay to win the, the Copa America. Uruguay, of all people? Yeah, I mean, we have... I think they, they have the most Copas, I believe, in, in history. I mean, the co- I could check that. Even then, yeah, the World Cup... Early years, didn't they? Or am I... Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you can count them, just like the Italians count the World Cups in the, the 30s, when Mussolini <laughs> had a dinner with the, the referees, so <laughs> that's not even the competition, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys have any expectations of our guys in there? Um, any hopes, any expectations, maybe some goals, maybe some good highlights? Um, maybe a Lautaro breakout, hopefully? We need, he... we need him to be good for Argentina because if he makes out of that group of players with Aguero, with Messi, and with like all of the, the guys that's part of the, the Argentina squad, I think if he, he gets the chance that he's going to use that in the best way possible and he's going to at least score a few goals in the competition. I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, it would be good to yeah, have that... an emergence. Um, Chino, you got anything on Lautaro? But yeah, I think he'll be coming off the bench because um, Aguero should be first choice. So he had an impact for us coming off the bench this season. So hopefully, you know, he can get in some goals for them as well for Argentina. That'll be good for his confidence coming. In. And not only that, it's going to be good for our team since our main Argentinian striker. He's not playing for his country, so it would be nice for the better Argentinian striker to score so the goal. That, that is done. Why, why are we going over that over and over? No, why, why are you doing I'm, that? I'm just <laughs> talking. What? <laughs> why, why? I didn't <laughs> mention any names. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Um, well, we've kind of we've kind of ghosted over it a few times, but we tried to avoid it the best possible. Um, um, we've got some transfer rumors, of course. It's that time of the year. Um, well, I want to start something oh, yeah, today. I want to start something with we're going to all pick our most ridiculous transfer rumor. Um, so we're going to have three, and we'll just discuss these. Um, so, Christo, you can go first with your one most ridiculous transfer rumor. Bale as a right winger or right wing back. Yeah, I mean, solid. <laughs> like he, him coming to Inter, I don't think it's possible because it's Bale, because his salary is enormous, and because we are reluctant to pay someone that's like thirty or above a lot of money. But uh, Goodin, who's coming for a year or two, so I would be very surprised if Bale is really part of our plans. And some reliable sources even said that Conte wants Bale at Inter, but I I just cannot see that. Yeah, why would he take a pay cut to 
to play at right wing back. Like it just it makes no sense. I agree. I agree. Um, Chino, what's your worst? Um, Dybala to Inter. That's ridiculous. Uh, you don't um, want to... absolutely no reason for him. Was that? Oh, you don't want the Acardi Dybala swap deal? That that's not in your plans. Okay, I mean, if it happens, it, that'll be the best deal Inter could possibly get for Icardi at this point. But I don't see the ball actually coming to Inter. He has no reason to. Why? Whereas Icardi has, you know. You mean why the ball is UVA's number 10? Okay. He's a fan favorite. But he didn't play a role why would last he season. Did... Yeah, why would he move? I have to. Let's be honest. It's a bit of a downgrade slightly. Not, not even slightly, it's a downgrade right now for him to come to Inter. Is... All his, fan, his major fan base will turn against him. Why does he have to do Who's that? Who's fan base? Right? His fan base is all FIFA players. Is, Juve- is Juventus fan base going to hate him? Dad. For coming to Who the fuck cares? Yeah, fuck that. We, we could say fuck that. But I think he would care. Look. Right? Um, he's getting about, about 7.58 million at Juve. How much more are we honestly going to pay him? But you don't have to pay him right that now. much because he now at Juventus, he's not a center of the attention. Ronaldo is. He's not playing as much. He's not the main guy in the team, even though he's the number 10. Who, who gives a fuck about him? Everyone is talking about Ronaldo. At Inter, we are, we are known to have great Argentinian players. We, yeah, that's the reason I love Inter. He's going to be the center of attention. Reason. He's going to be the main player. He's going to score the most amount of goals in the team. And Is he? Who's going to score? Jacob? Yeah. Who else? I don't know. I just don't see him having motivation to come to Inter. No, right. If I can get you two off of each other's throats for a second, I will say that I saw a report after this, all the swap rumors that Dybala did not want to come, that he considered it a step down in his career. I mean, it's a report. It's out of Italian media. Take it with a grain of salt. But, yeah, that, I've seen that. It depends what he considers a step down. A step down in a sense that Juventus is going to win a couple of trophies next season. I would say so. But in a way, like for his <laughs> career, like on a personal level, he's going to gain so much. As trophy-wise, he's going to lose something. But he, he had that opportunity, sorry. So he had that opportunity when Inter were calling for him before he went to Juventus. He had the choice of coming no, to Inter because I think, Mancini wanted No, him. you know what? And he, he, didn't, he didn't want to be part of that big project or that project to score goals, him and Icardi Lincoln. I don't think... He chose the part to go and win trophies with you. Of course. I mean, who, like, you, would you choose Mancini as your coach? Mancini as your coach? Or uh, Juventus that guarantees you trophies, guarantees you a good environment in which you can work and um, better yourself as a player? Or are you going to choose Inter with Tohir? Like, <laughs> if if you're saying, I mean, imagine going over yeah. to Inter in Milan and shaking hands with Tohir. I would immediately spit on him and go away. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 
We have a little more appeal now. We have of more course. appeal. Of course. But I don't, I don't see it. I, I don't see it happening either. But I'm saying. Hey, 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 Histo. I really didn't fight on your bail opinion <laughs> so much. You know, why are you on my case? So? And now I'm just. Mikey, what's your, what's your take? What's your All right, mine. Let's move on. Let's move on. Mine were just. Mine, <laughs> I decided to go a more creative way with it because, you know, my mind. But I went with just the Premier League rumors we've had the Alexis and the uh. Jaka rumors i just i think those are ridiculous because of the wages that those guys are on and i just don't think we would match that whether we'd want to or if we could i just i don't see it for those guys um i don't think this is as far-fetched as you make it seem both of them not really i have no i don't know anything about chaka really i don't pay attention to Arsenal, but alexis sanchez played in italy before his career is in the dumps man you i'm sure want to get rid of him and that amount of wages he's paying, man, it could happen. Bro. He needs to he needs to revive his career, dude. He's so finished. He's slower than Kendreva. Uh, I just I don't see it. And Kendreva is like a major player, or should be a major player for Conte coming up this season. Eh? So you know, don't know. I can't I can't be sure on that one. Yeah, quit hurting me though. Quit hurting me though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Our, our three for this week, we've got Bale, we've got Dybala, and we have the Alexis Jaka deals. Um, I think, yeah, those speak for themselves. They're pretty far-fetched, and we could come back to this in a month and have to eat some crow over it, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, Recorded. Noted. On to, some, um, on to some actual transfers that could be going down. We have Barella supposedly nearing. Um, if Demarzia reports are to be believed, um, Galliardini and Vecino should be staying. And yeah, and Jekko is getting close also. Um, Christo, um, any thoughts on any of those takes? You want to make any? Vecino and Galliardini staying for another season. <clears throat> I mean, player wise, for us as fans, is bad. But as I mean, if, if Conte wants him, I mean, who can blame him? I would like to see them playing more often, especially Gallardini, because when he got a chance, he played good, even with some minor brain farts. But I don't know. Like I like him. I always liked him, but every Italian Inter fan overhypes him, and that's what is bad for me because. People get the perception that he's like, I don't know, like this talent with so much potential, but he's like an average player that can help the team. That's it. As far as Barella goes, I don't know. I like him, but I don't know much of about him. I haven't seen a lot of <clears throat> Cagliari games, except for those when they played against us. I know that he has the most recovered balls in the league. And him linking up with Raja his favorite player, his mentor. Raja. <laughs> All right. Oh, the best the best midfield in the league. Okay. In Barella, Raja, and Brozovic? Oh, I would like to see that. All I'm right. Sure. <laughs> on, on, on FIFA 20, possibly, you can make a side, make a team. Of course. Them three and linking up with the ball in the attack. Oof. I think it's a decent shout. I think that could be a good mix. Um... I'm, I'm not going to shit on it and say it's not going to happen because that could. 
Um, I think that that's a more realistic idea than some of the stuff we just discussed. <laughs> uh, Gina, you on these guys? Um, well, the news about Vecino and Gangrene today that came out from the Marseille, I think that was pretty much confirmation what everybody thought that Vecino, well, I know people hate on Vecino, but we expected Vecino and Gagliardini to play a role as two box-to-box midfielders for Conte. So I wasn't surprised by it at all. Um, like, neither the news about Kandreva staying or Conte wanting Kandreva to stay, that was not a surprise. Um, Nangalan, I, I, in my opinion, I expect I don't expect him to be a box-to-box midfielder for Conte. I don't think he has the legs anymore. So, besides all the news or reports about Conte being in this disciplinary and not wanting them out for, that, for those reasons, I don't think he has the legs to run for Conte again. And that's the primary reason why he, he's probably on the chance for this. Yeah, I, um, there were parts Bre- of that. Barella, mm, yeah, Barella looking like it's going to be our first signing, possibly. Like I said, not too much unknown about him. He's about, what, 21 years old. He's captain of Cagliari. The games I've seen, he's a tough tackler. He gets stuck in. He has some dribbling ability. He looks to go forward a little bit, take some shots. Exciting prospects for me. Scored a bicycle. I don't think he will be the only sign in the midfield, for sure. Bicycle. We need more than 20 training or U21. Yeah. <laughs> in, in training and practice with nobody marking him. I think anybody could do that. My grandfather could do that. Oh, uh, they—they, you know, that was out there just to hype up Inter fans. It, it had to be. That's yeah, probably to, to tack on some more millions or to, or to tack on Bastoni into the um negotiations. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Bastoni in that at all. I would love for him to stay and get some development in Arsenal this year. Not even alone. Like I want him to be playing with Devry, Godin, Skriniar. Whoever else we bring in, I think he would be great. There were there, there were reports I think earlier in the week about us trying to get Izzo. It's Izzo, Izzo yeah, from it's... Torino. Yeah, um, but I think Torino asked for Gagliardini next change or something like that. So I don't know what left. Huge. But like I said, I still think we need an extra an extra centre back bringing in. I said that last week, and I'll continue with that. We need that tap on. Huge fit yeah, in the world. Not sure about Barcelona. Names, on the, names will come for um, center backs, I believe. I think we're just still early, and the big names are what people are trying to put on us right now. And I just think that in time, will, things will shape up because it's still early as of recording this. It's yeah. June seventh, so things. And I think we've been linked to about fifty players so far this week, right? If you're checking numbers, it has to be at least 30, 40, 50 people. Uh, yeah, way too many yeah. links. Um, all a lot of them have to be unfounded. A few of them true, some not. Like we've got other names. We've got Lazari for a right wing back. Some that guy Lazaro. Um, I forget where he was coming from, but that was a name I heard today. Um, Ante Rebic, I'd love that. Uh, yeah. And sign me uh, up for okay, it. Okay, I really talk about this guy, Lazaro. This guy, from what I've read. Supposed to be a, a huge talent, very, very fast, dribbling, attacking. I think he could be a good buy. Yeah, but you know who else they said that about? They said that about Capital. Baller. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Gabby Goose was always so slow, though. I, oh, every YouTube video I ever used to watch of Gabby Goose, he really didn't look that good. I don't understand why people rated him. I don't know, man. We we really debuted him like he was the next coming of. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still a, it's yeah. The, it's embarrassing what we did with him. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, it went a little bit over the top of that marketing. <laughs> like I, I watched a couple of games um, when him and um, Gabriel Jesus from Manchester City, both of them when they played in on uh, Brazil's teams for the Rio 2016, I think. And uh, yeah. yeah, they won it. But yeah. Gabriel Jesus was miles above him, miles above uh, Gabigol. I think we were going to make a loss no matter what because Gabriel Jesus hasn't turned out to be anything great. I mean, either. you can resell him for much higher than you can with Gabigol. Yeah. Modern Gabigol, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we just got, we got fucked over that summer. That was also the... Um, Michel Mario summer, a lot of bad things. Condolia. Yeah, yeah, we dropped we dropped seventy million in one day or seventy five million in one day on Gabigol and Jean Mario. Yeah, neither of those guys uh, like Jean Mario's on the way out. Um, Gabigol's yeah. probably on his way out, even though I've seen people Gabigol apologists on various platforms. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, there are people still hoping that he comes and does it something for Conte. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that'd be nice, but I mean, that's way far out there now. His work rate under Conte is going to be the biggest mismatch in the, in the, in the history of the sport, so... <laughs> yeah, let's reel it back in. Let's reel it back in off of Gabby Gold. Well, um, we still have links to Nicolas Pepe from Lille also. Um, I don't really know much about him. I don't see that one coming through either. Edinburgh, no way. Yeah, he's he's Premier League material with that price. No, I believe we have money to spend. No doubt, eh? don't doubt. If we if we if we want to get rid of a player like Icardi, we need to buy. He need to have a statement signing. Yeah, we need someone who we're gonna put, we're gonna sell jerseys and put on posters and that kind of shit. So expect that to happen. It's not gonna be all can drivers. No, it's not gonna be all can drivers. We send this market. <laughs> Trust me. We're going to have somebody who we want to show off in China and spread and market the shit out. If they're trying to market shit with and... Italian players like Barella and Gagliardini and Ambrosio, I'm going to no. I'm gonna yeah. curse them on Twitter. <laughs> more than enough. More than now? Possibly. But who, who maybe? Like, who knows? Like, I know who, who's the right player for that. The one that plays in Turin right now. Yeah, definitely, but I, I like I, that's too old for me. And we'll get something. Mike we'll me. get something, guys. Um, for sure. I think we've about beat the transfer th- this week into the dirt. So um, we're going to try something new today also, along with our three ridiculous rumors. Um, we, we're going to try with some questions. We put out a tweet oh, about two hours ago, um, trying to get some help, trying to fill up some time, keep bothering you guys' ears. Um, so... We'll take, what do you guys think? About three questions? Three questions, and then we'll head out. I think we only had two questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're not the Interpod. We have more than them. I don't know. Was the Interpod? I never heard of that. Yeah, it was an Asian <laughs> podcast that had like three followers. Uh, and all of them were <laughs> by me. Nice. All right. Um, so, 
I'll take one question. Um, the first question, we really don't have too many, I will say, if they weren't wrong. But mm-hmm. Interia Media, Interia Scriniar says, should Pinamonte come back for Inter next season or go out on loan again? I know we covered this a little bit, but um, I guess we can get a definitive answer from everybody on it. Um, personally, for me, I think he should come back and he should be in our depth rotation. I think he'd be a great addition. He'd look good. It would be good for us to have some development, some guy develop out of our academy for once. Um, Christo, what do you think? Just keep him. Uh, you can rotate if Jacob comes, which, as Demarcia says, is most probably uh, going to be official in the next week or so. So I would rotate them too. And if we manage to sell Icardi and get somebody else, I, I would like to see Pinamonti rotating and getting some minutes out of Jeko, but I wouldn't mind the idea of him going out alone to a lesser team that he's going to play in. So either one of them is going to work for me. I don't know about Chino, but yeah. Yeah, I think I said, I think he should go out on loan, get some experience and come back. He isn't ready now. So we have big, big expectations for the season. At least I have. Um, I'm not sure if he is ready to be a backup in a team that's going to be pushing Hopefully for a league title, deep in the Champions League, maybe a Coppa Italia final as well. I don't think he's ready for that. We don't need that kind of player as yet, or right now. Okay. Let him go out and get some experience. Okay, that's fair. Um, we'll take a second question here. Um, Luis Felipe Chapa at Lucho Chapa says, Thoughts if Conte can take us to compete for the second spot? I'm guessing he means this year, because I think the year after that's definite. Um, and do we yeah. expect a huge Mercato? Um, for me, I think Conte can take us to that second spot, especially because we weren't too far behind Napoli this year. Um, in points, I think in quality, we were still a little off. But I think if we have a good summer and Conte's um, ideas can instill in the squad the way they did at Chelsea, the way they did at Juve, I think, yes, we can compete for that second spot and maybe push Juve a little bit would be the dream, of course. And I do expect a huge Mercato. I think that we'll have, I think I've seen our budgets around a hundred something mil. And if we were to get rid of a Cardi, that's another 70 to 80. So that's a lot of money to play with. And yeah, we need somebody who's going to sell jerseys who, who we want in this team, who people are going to buy on anything. We need something like that. We yeah. need our depth. We need some more, we need a starter or two at almost every position, some depth at every position. So, yeah, I expect a lot of guys in, so a, maybe a big name or two. Um, Chino, uh, take a crack at it. Yeah, same with me. I will just now answer that. I think next year we have to push for this credit to have to go deep in Champions League. So I do expect us to bring in quality players, especially if Icardi leaves. We'll have some money to play with. Oh, we hopefully would have some money to play with this because that. The way his transfer rumors are going, I don't know if we'll actually get that kind of money for him. But I do expect us to invest. Right now, we may not make any big signing in June while the financial year is still ongoing. But from July, expect someone big to come in. Yeah. For sure. Christo, what do you think? I mean, I think that he he's the guy. Even last week, we were talking about Conte. I think he's the right guy, right manager in the right time, uh, the most important thing. That's going to take us at least to the second place, but 
I'm gonna go with the prediction that we're gonna win the Scudetto next season, especially. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh big talk. Lukaku or Dybala being the capo cannoniere. Oh, I think you just answer the next question. <laughs> That's. Um, I'll take one last question. This guy is Joe J. Power Man Joe on Twitter. He says, "Can Jeco win the capo cannoniere next season with Inter?" Um, for me, I think he's good for about 15 goals. I don't see him having an explosive year. I think if he's brought in, he'll be brought in for more of his hold up than his pure goal scoring. And we'll get a Lukaku or somebody to stand beside him and oh. bang in the goals. Yeah. A Dybala too. I was the, oh, you get there. Um, so, uh, Hristo, what do you think? Jekko Capocannonieri or no? Jekko, I, I, I agree with you. I think that he's the type of guy that's going to score between 10 and 15 goals. And that's like as sure as whatever it says in the Bible. Um, as far as the Capocannonieri goes, <laughs> I think that either, Nine. I think if Lukaku comes, I think whoever plays for our, our team in the first 11. Is the guy that's gonna score the most amount of goals in the league, especially? But like Capo Caniera, uh is very hard to predict because as somebody like Piontek or Quadarella can come out of nowhere and score a bunch of penalties and tappings and be praised by everybody. But yeah, I think the Jekyll's gonna score between ten and fifteen goals, and if Lukaku comes, Lukaku is gonna win the Capo Caniera. Uh Chino, um, definitely not. <laughs> um, I think you guys are optimistic with those 10 or 15 goals. Um, from what I remember or what I've seen of Jekko, he's, he's like most strikers are confidence player. Um, if he isn't getting playing time often and he doesn't come and he, he comes off the bench and doesn't get some goals, I think he can go or have some big and like a goal drought. And he like what Ikari experienced recently. This is Jekko. Jekko has that often. I've seen you, my fan. You know, he goes long periods without scoring. And then, you know, so he's a big toss up for me. I don't think he could do it, actually. Unless he's, he is our number one and he's playing regularly, I don't think he could score many goals. Uh, that's, a real, that's a real downer talk right there, man. Come on now. Oh, uh, okay. well, look, I'll be in real. He's being real. He's like, still heard about Ikari. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys um i think i think that's everything we've got tonight um any other thoughts anything before we get out of here and give everybody a rest for a week mm, no we covered a lot i think um next week more transfers again we'll have a lot of names and a lot of academies to talk about yeah look forward to that we'll try to, sp- we'll try to spice it up a little bit we'll try to keep everybody on their toes and hope for another episode next week um Thanks, you guys, for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.